Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 17 years. We have four kids. And in this podcast, we ask each other three marriage checking questions. What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? And what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? So go ahead and eavesdrop in as we share some stories together. So why don't you go first this week? What's something that's brought you joy? Here's a moment of vulnerability, all right? Okay. I have an old roller skating injury. Hmm. It's this um, scar that runs through my eyebrow. I don't know, maybe second grade or something like that. I ran into a bench while I was roller skating and I had stitches, but now there's a scar that goes through my eyebrow. The result is that it's really hard for me to like figure out how to pluck my eyebrows. Maybe this is TMI for you guys. But anyway, it's like resulted in crooked eyebrow. Which I've never noticed the crookedness or the scar. Okay, well, (laughs) maybe I'm just really paranoid. But anyway, it's there for real. And I found this awesome solution this week. I let go of my pride recognize the problem (laughs) and I bought a pack of eyebrow stencils this sounds so ridiculous but they're awesome (laughs) they're so cool and I wish I had done it years ago it's like this um like this flexible silicone kind of ruler that you put on your forehead (laughs) and so great and it just has cutouts of like where your eyebrows should be which is very helpful for me because they're not where they're supposed to be until now (laughs) and you could choose from all these different shapes they have princess eyebrows peach blossom eyebrows silk mist what does a peach blossom (laughs) eyebrow look like I could show you. I want to know. (laughs) My favorite, though, is the goddess eyebrow. So that's what I um, have selected as my eyebrow choice. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, it's like crazy fun. It shouldn't be that much fun, but it is. Your enthusiasm (laughs) makes me happy. (laughs) This is so far out of anything I know anything about. I know. Like, you probably just, it's just another package from Amazon for you. But for me, it's a life change. Change your eyebrows, change your life. But look at how happy you are. I love it. I'm all in. All right. What's something that brought you joy? Besides your beautiful eyebrows. I had a note sitting for me at the table this morning from our eight-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. It even had a picture of her sitting up in bed eating something. It said, get some breakfast for laying in bed, sandwich with lettuce, pickles, and mustard, and some water. Put on a tray, and there's the picture of everything. Mm, so, that sounds like a great breakfast. Yep. 4.50 in the morning, I brought her a tray of uh, mustard sandwich, as requested, and <laughs> oh, that girl was happy. Yeah. I guess there are worse things to eat. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. But it reminded me of, so yesterday, we had a picnic, because, mm-hmm. you know, just tight schedule, so how can we eat dinner as a family? Well, let's let's just do a picnic in a park. So we did. The weather was nice. It was fun. You don't just pack peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Like, you make picnics epic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we mentioned, like, basketball games. Like, when you pack a supper for a basketball game, like, it's gourmet, like, five-course meal sort of a thing. <laughs> picnics, same thing. Like, wow, this is so fancy. So yesterday, we're opening up the cooler, and you say, who wants a Mighty Max? 
like a Mighty Max. It was like some sort of a... Which is just a made-up sandwich. That's pretty much it. Like, that's my strategy in life. Like, I'll just make something up and give it a name. And then people think it's official. I know. And it was so epic. It had some sort of like a sloppy joe-esque meat but with cucumbers and i don't even know what else was on there there were those ruffles chips that you like oh yeah jalapeno ranch ruffles i gave it a little bit of a crunch Mm, yeah i I think i was halfway through the mighty max when i realized what what you're doing here you're just using up all the leftovers it's totally true and that's (laughs) how i always cook like i had made this huge it's this huge pot of pinto beans the other night when we were having nachos And then there were leftover pinto beans. And so then they turned into baked beans when we were having a barbecue. Yep. And then there were leftovers again. So then they became like a sloppy joe sort of (laughs) for lunch. And from there, they became the Mighty Max. So these these have all been the same beans? Same beans. Just recycled, reused, and reduced. Yeah, I mean, over the course of a few days. So they're not like bad by that point. But Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. See, again, again, I'll say it, whether it's eyebrows or leftover <laughs> sandwiches, your enthusiasm sets the pace for the room and sets the excitement. Mm. That was a fun sandwich. I'm so glad. Yeah, that's one of the, I think, maybe the benefits of being the mom is kind of the mom really has a, a big voice and a big ability to set the tone mm-hmm. in the family. So, yeah, call it a Mighty Max and- yep. That's way more exciting than leftover sandwich. There it is. <laughs> Boom. All right. What's something that's been hard this week? Well, it started as a great thing. I mean, just an amazing gift. I finished my seminary coursework. Way to go, by the way. Oh, thank you. And as a as a gift, I received this beautiful goatskin study Bible. Goatskin is crazy soft mm-hmm. if you've never felt it. And so it's this awesome new study Bible. But the pages are are like stuck together. So every time you open a page, it sounds like you're ripping it. It's like this horrible sound like, and like, oh, I'm not breaking my Bible, right? But it's a study Bible. And so I've been studying in the Psalms. So I open it to Psalms and then it'll, you know, in the notes say, oh, why don't you cross-reference to this other Psalm? It's like, oh, it takes like 20 minutes to get a page apart. Like sometimes these <laughs> pages are like so, I'm not joking. <laughs> I am not joking. That's how I spent my time. That's how you spent your time. In, the, in my Bible study time is I'm like trying to get these pages apart. And so then every time it says cross-reference, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is it worth it? <laughs> Where, where's my Bible app? <laughs> So um, I've never had one that's stuck together like that. It's like very unique. So I don't know if there are tips. Like, Am I doing something wrong? Use it. I've been like breathing. Breathing. <laughs> like on the, on the corners, like trying to steam it, I guess, with my <laughs> breath. <laughs> wow. I want to watch you do a Bible study. <laughs> it's pretty entertaining <laughs> at this point. Like, wow, what an interesting wife you have. Like, <laughs> steaming her bible open with her breath and stenciling in her eyebrows interesting wife interesting life (laughs) yeah how about you what's been (laughs) what's been hard for you so weird i almost hit another eagle on my way home from work today 
Wow. This is How the many... second in a month. There you go. You were there with the first one. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Went right over the highway. It was carrying some like a raccoon or something. Yeah, it was so heavy that the eagle couldn't quite get up right. <laughs> in time. So it was trying to take off, but this animal was dragging it down. It actually dropped the animal like, right in front of our van. Yeah, we missed the eagle but hit the raccoon. Yeah. Yeah, so... Man, I don't know. There's so many eagles right now, which is great. I love watching these things. Mm-hmm. I don't like when they fly right in front of my vehicle. Right, because what's the penalty for hitting a bald eagle? I don't know. It's illegal to kill one. Uh-huh. What if you hit it with a car if it's an accident? Or what if it's not your fault, it's the eagle's fault because these things keep flying out in front of me? This is so weird. Like This has never happened to me before, but it's happening a lot now. I don't want to have to go to prison because some eagle didn't look both ways before crossing the highway. You're right. That would be hard. <laughs> that would be hard. <laughs> so I know it sounds as hypothetical as it can be, but I've had two close calls in a month. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what I would do in that situation. Who do you call? The DNR, right? Sure. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Do you have their number? <laughs> <laughs> I should get it, I guess. Yeah. All right. One more check-in question here. What's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? Have you heard that quote from Teddy Roosevelt that says comparison is the thief of joy? Yeah. Yeah. So that's come up several times, kind of like the bald eagles, like it just keeps flying in my face Um, (laughs) several times this week. I've been thinking about it and I kind of want to challenge that. I am not convinced that comparison is the thief of joy. I almost think comparison can fuel joy Hmm. a lot of times when people especially women talk about comparison being the thief of joy they're talking about like an instagram scenario where you're comparing yourself to other women on instagram and like oh their life is so perfect and they're prettier than i am or their marriage is so great or whatever it is and I think in those situations, what's coming out is not that the comparison is the problem. It's things like envy or maybe even feelings of shame or inadequacy. And those things are sin. And I would say that those things, yes, would be a a thief of joy. So envy, yeah, definitely. Envy is a thief of joy. Shame is a thief of joy. Being inactive in something that God has really called you to just because you're feeling feelings of inadequacy, I would say, yeah, that would be a thief of joy. But I don't think it's the comparison itself that's the thief of the joy. I think if we compare properly that it can fuel our joy because kind of like if you think about the eyebrows, I know, it's coming (laughs) back, the eyebrow stencil, like comparison can give us a measuring line for joy. When I put that up on my face, like it tells me, okay, here's where we're off, right? And so comparison can be a good thing in that way. And I think we even see this biblically, like tonight you're reading in 1 Corinthians 11. Yep. 1 Corinthians 11, 1. Yeah. Where Paul is saying, be imitators of me as I imitate Christ, mm-hmm. right? So he's saying kind of like, Look at your lives and hold it up against mine. And what does it what does it look like? Are you imitating Christ the way that I'm imitating Christ? So comparison can just sort of show us where we need course correction. And then also, I think comparison allows us or should, I mean, allow us to celebrate with other people. So 
rather than being envious of someone that I see on Instagram doing something amazing, like, why am I not celebrating with that person? Wow, praise God, like God's grace is on display through your life. You are winning in this. And that's awesome. And so I think it should really fuel us to rejoice with other people. And beyond even celebrating, I think we should look to that person and be able to say, what are you doing? Look at that person and see where they're showing diligence and obedience to the Lord and winning in whatever they're doing. And then say, what are you doing? Like, how are you doing this? What are the habits that you have? What are the methods that you're using? And is that something that I can start implementing in my own life so that my time in God's word is more fruitful than it was? I mean, maybe it's that they have a Bible that isn't sticking together, so they're able to cross-reference. <laughs> um, no, that's a silly example. But, uh, you know, like, how are they doing these things? And how can I also do those things? So it's sort of like that measuring line. I think comparison can be good, especially if we're saying, who are the people who are enjoying Christ the most? And you look at those people and you say, okay, that's awesome. How can I also enjoy Christ like that? What are you doing? What does your time in God's word look like? What does your time in prayer look like? What are the disciplines that you have within your marriage even? Like you have a great marriage. I want a great marriage. What are the things? Because everybody's married to a sinner. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes through hard things in their marriage. We know that. But what are you doing to kind of counterbalance life is hard, things go wrong, people argue, what are the disciplines that you are applying here? And how can I do that? Mm. So yeah, I'm just challenging the idea. I don't think comparison is always a thief of joy. I think sin is a thief of joy. But I think comparison can really fuel joy. Yeah. So using comparison more as a motivator. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I remember another quote from Theodore Roosevelt, who also, I don't remember the quote. I don't remember how exactly he said it, but basically like you need a hero. Mm -hmm. You need role models in your life, people who you can strive to be more like. Mm -hmm. His role models and his heroes were Abraham Lincoln and George Washington, to name a few. And he never thought he would be as great of a president or a man as Abraham Lincoln or George Washington. But by golly, I'm going to try. So Mm -hmm. always have somebody in mind to try to strive to be more like that person. Sure, there's that comparison as a motivator. I can think of, you use the example of people with a good marriage. I'm sure we probably have the same people in mind, people we've seen with incredible marriages. Mm -hmm. And instead of saying, Oh, but my marriage is nothing like that. Oh, not right now. Okay. What can I do? What can we do to have a marriage that's more like that? Right. What are you doing? Like, how do you do that? Ask questions and use that to fuel yourself to get better. Yeah. And you're going to come out and it's not going to look exactly like them, you Mm -hmm. know, especially in the scenario of marriage. Our marriage looks different than the people who we would model our marriages after. Yep. But the things that we've learned from them have helped our marriage to be better. So, yeah, it's just I think it's a measuring line. It can help us to celebrate and it can show us the steps to take. I love that. That's really good stuff. 
How about you? What's been on the forefront of your mind this week? One thing I've noticed that I've been lacking recently has been reading for fun. Mm, um, yeah. I've had opportunity to do some reading, but there's been a lot of assigned reading, like f- three or four different things that I have either been assigned or had deadlines in order to read. So that fills all my reading time, right? And even in the case of this one book, I was reading it for fun and mm-hmm. it was awesome. I'm like, this is so good. My kids need to do this. So we, we started going through it as a family, just me and the older two kids. So I've set a deadline. We're going to read this chapter this week. We're going to read this chapter by this date. And now, well, even I have a deadline and it's not as enjoyable anymore. Mm. Like, what have I done? No. Yeah, I think that's kind of a personality thing. Maybe I, I feel the same way. Like, why? Right. Because you love reading even the stuff you've read for a seminary. Yeah. You love that kind of thing. That's such a great example because like the book Knowing God. Yeah. J.I. Packer. J.I. Packer is a great book. Uh Uh-huh. And I read it for fun. Yep. And then it was assigned to me in seminary and I was like, no. (laughs) 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 I don't want to read this. Isn't that terrible? (laughs) Maybe it's a personality thing. I don't know. But you actually took a break from... Assigned reading because yeah. you're done with that. Well, I'm done with it. And so I, I, I'm taking a fiction break right now. I'm only reading fiction for a while. <laughs> it's great. I'm having a blast. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. I yep. know you can. Well, this has been Forefront with Adam and Christina Hannon, and we're going to post our show notes for you at ForefrontPodcast.com. Forefront is a production of Northwestern Media.